This is Smarter Markets Presents. Join David Greeley as he connects with the leaders at the forefront of carbon and climate at AIDA's North America Climate Summit, an official accredited event of New York Climate Week 2023 and the UN General Assembly 2023. This episode is presented by Base Carbon, sensible carbon investing. For more information, visit basecarbon.com. Hello, Ingo. Thanks for joining us on Smarter Markets at AIDA's North America Climate Summit 2023. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And, you know, I was hoping you could take a few minutes to tell us about some of the work you're doing at South Pole. I think people often think of South Pole as like an advisory, but you really see it more as an innovator. So I was hoping you could tell us about that. Well, yeah, I mean, we're servicing the whole value chain in the carbon market, starting with origination. But your point is right. I mean, we've been around for now 17 years in the market. I have been around carbon for almost 30 years. My first COP was COP1. And been starting on policy, you know, but also like architecture. And for us, the question is, how can we make this bigger, better, more valuable? No? Maybe just to give you a recent example. Uh, so we've been involved in a deal between Thailand and Switzerland on the first like Article 6 uh, cooperation. Our take is that instead of writing papers, we try to walk the talk no? and just make it happen on the ground. And we are very stubborn and persistent. And the reward of that, I think, is shaping kind of like the way the next generation of the market might work, creating blueprints, helping the government to put in place the regulatory framework that would allow it to handle authorizations, transfers, infrastructure requirements in order to uh, do this in a way that is uh, compliant with the, with, the, with the rules that come out of the UN process. I just have to pause there for a second because I don't think I've met someone who was at the first COP. Um, I'm curious, what was what was that like? I mean, enthusiasm. No? It was like just out of grad school and young people who really wanted to shape it. No? And that gives way to cynicism uh, around 28 and we're still talking. This is like, this is not the sign of an efficient results-oriented process. So it points to flaws in the process. And actually, it's one of those, you know, kind of like observations uh, that led us, you know, much earlier to push the voluntary market, no? because that market is trying to fill a gap no? that is the result of inaction by regulators. And we felt we needed to do something about that. No? And that's why we jumped into the voluntary market, like very early. And I would say we are possibly one of the co-creators of that market. And I think you, your 30 years of experience will be very helpful for providing context because I think a lot of people have gotten involved in carbon markets over the past three or four years and had tremendous growth. And then this year, you know, whether you say it's the growing pains or there have been some challenges, there's been continuing challenges operationalizing Article 6 markets under the Paris Agreement. There's been challenges to the voluntary carbon markets with media reports questioning the integrity and reputation. So I was hoping you might be able to put that in context and see yeah. how you're viewing yeah. the events of this year and what do we need to yeah. do to move forward? Uh, I mean, just uh, this is kind of like the topic that really keeps me awake at night, right? So uh, it's been stressful, no? but I think what you said is exactly how I see it. It's part of the growth process, right? And the analogy that the analogy that I'm using actually comes from nature and natural growth processes and this concept of metamorphosis. No, like our market was operating in a niche, you know, and uh, outside of the let's say the public 
the, 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 the big public eye. And everybody in the market was operating on the basis of a consensus about what is truth and what is trustworthy. It's like a, compared to a caterpillar that lives uh, in the shades, right? And now, ever since actually the Marconi task force and the analysis that suggests that this market can scale to 30 to 100x of what it is today, that it is a major tool to address this lack of consensus within the UN process, it has faced this scrutiny. And what you said is correct, that all of a sudden, there was a much larger number of stakeholders who felt called upon, entitled to have an opinion about this. And they questioned this consensus that we had about what is true and what is trustworthy. And we must respond to that. We, we cannot ignore it, right? So we need a new consensus. And what it requires is actually this process you know, that a caterpillar goes through of metamorphosis, like to become a chrysalis, to go into a cocoon stage for the purpose of changing its gestalt, uh, its inner functioning, right, and its outer appearance in order to learn how to fly. And this is what we are going for, you know, like, how do we get this to fly? How do we re-emerge in this market as a butterfly that can fly? And what are the organs, what are the functions that we need to create in order to be able to fly. So this is exactly what I think is on top of my agenda right now. And the key question here is, who are the entities that in this evolved form of the market create trust, credibility, and legitimacy? At the conference this week, whether it's been on panels or in conversations in the hallways, have you found those groups, those ideas that will be part of this yeah. metamorphosis? Yes, I have enjoyed conversations and a picture is emerging. And one is, it starts with self-reflections by the existing entities like carbon standards that they also need to change or like that they need to adapt to this evolved form. So this self-reflection is good, right? Because it creates our capacity and willingness to change, not to transition. That's observation number one. Then we have these new players, like these, the rating agencies, you know, the quality assurance providers, you know, which in my view, you know, like is a form of second guessing the existing consensus, right? And they need to find their role in this, right? And I think there's a good willingness to cooperate. And then there is a third group, which I actually think holds the key. And these are national regulators, right? because in this Paris universe, every country now has a carbon budget, and it's they who control the ledger, the accounting of what is what, who owns what in terms of carbon, and what you're allowed to do with it. And they come from a perspective of they provide a sovereign legitimacy in the sense of this is where the buck stops. And it's actually, it's environmental regulators who are in charge of the NDCs, but it's also financial regulators who say, what kind of an asset is a carbon credit? And how can we, in our domestic economy, in our domestic financial sector, um, handle it as, you know, what is it precisely? So once this clarification happens, a lot of that consensus and needed objectivity uh, will return, and which is a precondition to de-risking, removal as uncertainty, 
once we are there, once we re-emerge, so this is kind of like the new body of that market, right? It can scale and fly and it will make it very easy for all kinds of entities to reconnect with the market. And there's been this history of the carbon markets where, you know, in the absence of that regulatory clarity, you know, so the, the origination of the voluntary carbon markets was private sector trying to move forward when the public sector was not able to. When you look at this, you know, need for the metamorphosis, regulatory clarity clearly top priority, I would say, in your mind. Are there other things in addition to that or in lieu of that in the meantime that you would look to over the next year, whether it's standards, technology, tools, or something else, to, okay, this is what we need to get that metamorphosis going? Yeah, I think I'm not worried about the technical capacity of the market. Here's what I'm worried about. And this is what we are actually, I think, trying to understand. We have seen us traditionally as the good guys, now trying to create positive change. And we thought everybody's our friend, right? What we learned in the last half years, and it's not just us, everybody in the market, is that not everybody's our friend, that we get criticized, heavily criticized by some and accused of things that are very non-compatible with our own DNA. And we had such a hard time, you know, like if you and your communications team only have like nice people, you don't know how to bark and bite back, right? You don't know how to kind of like defend yourself from that perspective, right? And I think we have allowed our critics, you know, like, I mean, we were of, of, of course open to criticism and, you know, there's so many processes to sort out, you know, what's, uh, what is uh, justified criticism versus not, right? But now that we are sorting that out, you know, what we are learning is to stand our ground and to push back. So I would say... Our ability to defend what we are standing for, to develop that, is kind of like the most critical thing that we need, that we need to learn how to do and to stand together and to speak together. It's a great place to finish. Thanks so much yeah. for joining us. I'll let you get back to the yeah. conversations on the floor. Yeah, and thanks, thanks for having me. This is Smarter Markets Presents. This episode is presented by Base Carbon, a financier of projects involved primarily in the global voluntary carbon markets. Base Carbon endeavors to be the preferred carbon project partner in providing capital and management resources to carbon removal and abatement projects globally and, where appropriate, will utilize technologies within the evolving environmental industries to enhance efficiencies, commercial credibility and trading transparency. For more information, visit BaseCarbon.com. Base Carbon. Sensible carbon investing. This is Smarter Markets Presents. For episode transcripts and additional episode information, including research, editorial, and video content, please visit smartermarkets.media. Please help more people discover the podcast by leaving a review on Apple Podcast, Spotify, YouTube, or your favorite podcast platform. Smarter Markets is presented for informational and entertainment purposes only. The information presented on Smarter Markets should not be construed as investment advice. Always consult a licensed investment professional before making investment decisions. The views and opinions expressed on Smarter Markets are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect those of the show's hosts or producer. Smarter Markets, its hosts, guests, employees and producer, Avax Technologies, shall not be held liable for losses resulting from investment decisions based on informational viewpoints presented on Smarter Markets. Visit smartermarkets.media to learn more.